0: We're offering 15% off a yearly digital subscription to Vanity Fair. Visit VanityFair.com today and use promo code POD15. That's VanityFair.com, promo code POD15 for 15% off a yearly digital subscription to everything you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations.
1: Hello and welcome back to Still Watching, a weekly television podcast from Vanity Fair. I'm Richard Lawson. And I'm Chris
0: Murphy. We'll be your hosts as we dissect the final season of HBO's black comedy drama, Succession.
1: Let's do a quick recap. So the past three seasons, we've watched the Roy children jockey for position to take over their father, Logan Roy's media empire. Rome, you know dad is never going to choose you because he thinks there's something wrong with you. I'm sorry, but maybe it's time that we said these things to each other instead of just talking it all out to Vanity Fair.
0: The season finale saw siblings Kendall, Shiv, and Roman finally unify their snark to attempt a hasty coup.
1: I do think that even though this literally makes me want
0: to vomit and I want to kill you both every day and it's all going to end horribly, I do think that we.
1: Puke could make a pretty good team. So, how do we feel about killing Dad? Thanks, feelings. Pass me the fucking shotgun. Okay. But betrayal loomed for this passive-aggressive Scooby squad. Shiv's husband, Tom, flipped to Team Logan. Do you want a deal with the devil? What am I going to do with a soul anyways? Souls are boring. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, souls.
0: <laughs> and as the trio came to confront their father, their newly remarried mother delivered the final blow by phone. I'm sorry.
1: I love you all I oh, just walked in on mom and dad fucking us. With their parents' divorce agreement redrafted, Kendall, Shiv, and Roman's big move was thwarted, and Logan fortified his power.
0: You bust them here, guns in hand, and now you find they've turned to fucking sausages. You talk about
1: love. And as the credits started to roll, the air was still up in the air. So, Chris, we're doing another season of Succession for still watching. Why? Why do we love this show?
0: I do feel that we love this show for... Some of the same reasons that we love The White Lotus, which is a sh- the show that we just did together yeah. a few months ago. Although I don't know if any of the Succession characters would ever deign to stay in a White Lotus that feels
1: beneath them. There are other people staying at that hotel. They're, they're not going to do that. They they're going to have their own it. house. Private yeah. Island. Honey, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what... yeah. Secret <laughs> Island that we don't know about. Could never even visit if we tried. <laughs> yeah, it's Brigadoon.
0: <laughs> Literally Brigadoon. But I do think on that note, Succession, I mean... It's the opulence, it's the wealth, like that is so, it's so foreign, that's so beyond our wildest dreams, but the central story is so deeply familiar, it's kinglier, it's family, it's, you know, it's fathers and sons and and daughters as well. It just is so, it has that sort of like, that, not high-low quality, but that sort of like, unreachable, unattainable, like, wealth in this world you can't even imagine it with like, the stakes of like, of real family drama.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. And I think that like, you know, this um, Jesse Armstrong, the creator, has announced this as the final season, Mm. which, you know, is a very British way to go out. It's four seasons. You're done. We're not going to drag this on, which I think is great. Yeah. Ten seasons Um, of succession. I don't know. (laughs) Right. I think it would get very soapy. It would get. Yes, it would. Um, But, you know, the show premiered in the Trump era. We are now in between Trump eras. We don't really know. (laughs) We have an election coming up. But I'm curious to see with this season what the sort of conclusion is not I don't mean like how where do the characters end up which I'm very curious about yeah. but like what is the sort of thematic conclusion Yeah, you know like is does Jesse Armstrong have any hope for because we're not in the Trump era right now yeah. it's supposed to be different but nothing feels that different so it's still hopefully going to be a A sick pleasure to watch these evil masters (laughs) of the universe do their thing. Um, But will there be hope at the end? I don't think so, but maybe.
0: Maybe. I know. It feels reductive to say, like, what is the moral of the story for Succession? Like, what are we supposed to take away? Beyond wealth bad. Yes. Beyond wealth (laughs) is bad and absolute power corrupts absolutely everybody. We know that. What is the, you know, the more underlying, the subtext? What are we supposed to glean? Um, And I think it really does depend on Who comes out on top, which I think we should be tracking the whole entire season. We're going to
1: try to go each episode, uh, kind of do our little assessment at the end of which character or characters came out on top at the end of each episode, because that's sort of how this show is structured, where... Mm -hmm. um, it's not a cliffhanger at the end of each episode, but there's a, always a little victory or a little loss or yes. a big loss or a big victory. <laughs> and then the next episode is sort of like, okay, now with that, what how do we proceed? So 100%. it gives us a good structure. It's also, I think we might have said this before, but like it's a bit structured like the O.C. or Gossip Girl where there's an event every episode.
0: <laughs> yes, which is so great. There's yeah. a party. There's yeah. a wedding. There's a, there's a cocktail hour. There's always some lavish event, which really – and that's where – things tend to go down
1: is at events. Right, exactly. And I think it lends itself well to, you know, a podcast that recaps it because <laughs> each episode, while it's a continuing story, has its sort of bottle, not bottle episode, but sort of contained narrative arc, which hopefully we can um, use to... To create good content for our listeners. <laughs> Speaking of content, we yeah. have, we'd we be remiss not to mention, this is a we work at Vanity Fair. This is a very VF show. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so
0: VF. I mean, they've actually mentioned us a couple times, Let's we forget. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the end Which, of like, last... I don't
1: know. Is it good that we're associated with I don't know. monsters? <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. I, can't,
0: I can't really take that on right now. But I do think it was fun when, you know, Kendall, they were like, Kendall was calling VF and we were not calling back. We were not picking
1: up his calls. So we did come out looking good there. So we did You're come right.
0: up. Yeah, we were on the right side of history for that. <laughs> um, but it is very the lives of the rich and famous and terrible and that is something that VF we love to cover and I do think we do that particularly well so it does feel spiritually very much in line with our ethos
1: yeah yeah I think we we'd like to talk about Power, its function, its dysfunction across v- a variety of political media, entertainment, which is kind of where this show is positioned in that this media empire has, you know, fingers in every pot and, kind of thing. And they have theme parks and they have, I think, a, a, tel- a movie studio. It's, you know, because they're sort of modeled after the, Murdoch the slash Murdoch. the Redstones a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really covers all the VF bases. Oh, 100%. And
0: then we got, you know, they got ATN, they got, you know, uh, their own Fox News offshoot, you mm-hmm. know, they really, you. Um, yeah they got their little fingers in every part <laughs> yeah, of culture yeah. and it it is really i mean to its testament it it's so entertaining because it does sort of model some very real life very you know families and mm-hmm. dynasties yeah. that we all know, for better or for worse. It really <laughs> it really does a, a really fantastic job of satirizing and skewering these
1: these families. And we find the show, I mean, the Dis- what's going on with Disney is not necessarily 100% relatable, but this show, this new season, this final season is arriving at a time where Disney has been in chaos with like mm-hmm. a CEO switch up musical chairs Bob thing. to Bob. <laughs> uh, Fox News is maybe going to get a huge verdict against it <laughs> yeah. in the Dominion case. Yep. So well, yet again, there is a sort of, Either deliberate or accidental um, relevance to to what we're about to watch and cover um, with all of you listeners this season. So, what specifically? Like, we can we can even name characters by name, like. What are you hoping to see happen in in this season of Succession, this final act? Wow. That's actually such a good
0: question (laughs) that I maybe should have prepared to answer. But the first word that came to my head is Shiv. I really, I, our girl boss who can't really seem to get it together, can't really seem to land on her feet, seems to be morally a little bit better than her brothers and her family in some, at least in terms of politics and whatnot. I don't think that she's going to take the crown. I don't, I'm somehow rooting for her, even though she's just as shifty and shady as the rest of her family. But there's something about Shiv and Sarah Snook, her fantastic performance um, that I find incredibly compelling. If I had to pick one Roy one Roy to put all my chips down on, I'm yeah. picking Shiv. So that's well, that's what I'm I'm excited for her arc this season.
1: I'm the same way, much in the same way, that I always play as Chun-Li when I play Street Fighter. <laughs> you, know. you gotta pick the girl. I'm to for her. But at the <laughs> same time, I, I do think that her supposedly better politics might make her even more evil because she's hiding her like howling greed (laughs) underneath this veneer of like respectable politics which is fake um which is you know the show is teased out interestingly so i'm I'm, with an election coming up on this this future season mm -hmm. i'm curious to see how that all manifests like shiv does have this political identity that her other siblings are just known to be these kind of ruthless raiders so i'm curious about that i yes i think if i'm hoping for any sort of happy adjacent <laughs> resolution. Yeah. It lies with Shiv. Yeah. I also have a fear that Connor, her half brother, who is this just vainglorious <laughs> idiot who Hapless. is running for high political office. Um, I believe that storyline is going to continue this season. Mm-hmm. I have a fear that Jesse Armstrong, in his pessimism, is going to let him win. No, that would be so. <laughs> Like, Conor Roy could become president. That would be literally insane. But... I, mean, I mean, it's totally unlikely that, you know, the son of a rich guy who is himself a bumbling rich guy would ever become president. Yeah, that's, that's never not, happened before. No, Richard, I, there's no precedent yeah. for that. <laughs> but, you know, it's television. They can make things up.
0: God, fantasy. <laughs> um,
1: there was also a lot of speculation last season. I think it was the penultimate episode where we mm-hmm. saw... Poor Kendall Roy, the destructive, should have been heir apparent, but has completely you know, ruined that over the course of three mm-hmm. seasons, maybe dead. And then yeah. in the last episode, the finale of last season, he wasn't. He was very, very much, much alive. battered, <laughs> but alive. Yeah where do you th- do you think that that darkness for him is going to be done or, or is he still on that descent into whatever
0: well into I have I have to say that um, I am on record on vf.com as saying I thought Kendall was going to die
1: so I was loudly wrong right. about that last season
0: and I I think my answer for where I think is what's going to happen him this season stems from feeling that he has like a lot to atone for that he still hasn't really owned up for I mean the cater waiter's death at Shiv's wedding mm-hmm. I mean there's a lot of darkness there's a lot of baggage that he's carrying and I and maybe this is pivoting to another question but I don't see every single member of the Roy family getting out of the season alive so yeah. I don't know if that's is that Kendall is that Roman is that Logan like who yeah. who, who, who is that I just I maybe I'm pessimistic but I don't see the family, you know, all sitting down kumbaya at the end of the season, holding hands at dinner. I do think somebody's going to have to pay for the sins of the family, like and
1: maybe it's Kendall, cosmically, existentially, pay for it. Yes. Yeah. I-, I also think that that that's that's probably a good theory, but I also think that all these people jockeying for the throne. I sort of have a vague theory that the throne is what's going to die, mm. that they're just going to be left in the wind, rich, still probably, uh, maybe in ruins, I don't know. But I think that the thing that they're fighting for and have been for the past three seasons, I think that is what could go away. Yeah. You know, the last season ended with, it seems like Logan is going to sell to Alexander Skarsgård, you know, uh, you know, basically yeah. affectless tech <laughs> guru guy. Damn. And so does that mean that the, the, the Roy family is now out of the, will be eventually chased out of the picture and they'll just be sort of like ineffectual rich people with no jobs
0: oh my god i just had a image of like a game of thrones dragon coming in and burning <laughs> Roy well Crow i don't to know david
1: love the new head of warner discovery or whatever he might have that kind of synergistic mind where he's like why why not combine these crossover yeah, episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then tanya walks in from the white lotus and yeah. trips and falls into it and <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: We'll break down episode by episode and have some great guests join us for their takes on the Roys and where the season is going. And we want to hear from you. You can email us at stillwatchingpod at gmail.com or find me on Twitter or Instagram at Christress, C-H-R-I-S-T-R-E-S-S.
1: And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, uh, at Rylaws, R-I-L-A-W-S. Uh, we hope you'll join us for this ride. Um Still watching, we'll be back on Sunday, March 26th uh, at the end of the East Coast broadcast of uh, the premiere episode of the final season. Stick with us. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a wild ride.
0: You come to the New Yorker Radio Hour for conversations that go deeper with people you really want to hear from, whether it's Bruce Springsteen or Questlove or Olivia Rodrigo. Liz Cheney, or the godfather of artificial intelligence, Jeffrey Hinton, or some of my extraordinarily well-informed colleagues at The New Yorker. So join us every week on The New Yorker Radio Hour wherever you listen to podcasts.